Amen. Bezrat Hashem. New letter, Yud. Yes, Yud. Very exciting. Erev Shabbat Shalom. Vinoam Adonai Eloheinu Adeno. Simasei Adena Korona Adeno. Maasei Adena Koroneo. Today's year is dedicated to Yudin Shmat Yudah Ben David, Shimon Ben Mishael, Yitzchak Ben Shalom, Yaakov Ben Moshe, Yoshua Ben Yitzchak, Benjamin Ben David, Rachel Bat Yosef, Osnat Bat Yehuda, Yaakov Ben Benjamin, Miriam Bat Yehuda, Rach Hashem Tinechena Ben Eden, and for the Rufua Shalom of Shemuel Ben Rachel, Esther Bat Chana, Dan Ben Esther, Yudah Ben Esther, Yosef Ben Yafan, Nisan Ben Chana, Dina Bat Zipporah, Elna Refana Naim. So we're learning about year A today. Okay. So, new wow. letter. Wow, wow. New letter, the tenth this letter a, of the Aleph This is a tough it's a one. Power, powerful letter. <laughs> yeah. The letter Yud. So, year A means fear oh, yo, 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 or yo. reverence or awe to, to fear God. So, Peleo, it starts with Year A, love milita zutratehi. Year A, fear of God is not a small thing. Uh, when Peleoet says this, you know, this is a very classic Peleoet that he's not just saying that fear is not a small thing. He's actually referring to Gemara that uses this line. And where does the Gemara say this? The Gemara says that Moshe Rabbeinu, um, in Parashat Ekev, if I'm not mistaken, Moshe Rabbeinu says to the Jewish people in part of his uh, drasha at the end of his life, he says to the Jewish people, Ma Hashem Elokecha Shorel Veimach. It's like, what is, like, is Hashem really expecting that much of you? He says, Kim Lir Ayat Hashem Ulhavat. All he wants, all he wants is for you to fear Him and to love Him and to serve Him with all of your hearts and with all of your souls. But he says, Kim, like, what does Hashem want? Like, it's uh, not such a big deal. So the Gemara, in its commentary on this, says. He says, yeah, this exactly says, Yeramil Tazutratehi was. Moshe is treating us casually, like it's such a small and easy thing to fear, to fear God. He's like, man, what does Hashem want? He just, he just wants you to fear Him. <laughs> is it a small thing? The Gemara says rhetorically that for someone to fear God. And the Gemara answers, yes, for Moshe Rabbeinu it was a small thing. <laughs> Moshe Rabbeinu was on that level, that it was easy for him. But for others, it's a very big thing. You know, it's it's just like the Gemara says that you could have a vessel, a utensil, you know, uh, something that somebody owns, right? If somebody already owns it and somebody has it, it's something small for them. Like, you know, you have a beautiful painting, um, an expensive painting that somebody has in their house. So if somebody has it, right, it's a small thing for them. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm past that, I can have more. But somebody who doesn't have it, they say, wow, what I wish I, I, I wish I could have it. It's such a, such a big thing. So the Gemara says it's the same thing with fear of God. Moshe Rabbeinu had it. So yeah. for him, it was a, it was a small normal. thing. It was normal. It was everyday business. It's a casual thing. <laughs> but for someone who hasn't acquired it, it's a big deal. So, so he says, His fear of God is, is the observance of the Torah hangs on the fear of God. Because when you can love somebody, but if you don't respect them, you're gonna still walk all over them. The and love by itself does not lead to a healthy relationship. Love is important. Love is a driver. Love is the fire. Uh, love is the engine. Love is what brings beauty to a relationship. But love by itself does not create a healthy relationship because. Love without respect, love without fear, love without you know also needing knowing to want to take a step back and not do something to hurt somebody, 
it becomes a selfish love. It's a love that you just do whatever you want and you walk on and you, and you assume that the other side likes it. And you assume that they, you know, whatever I want, obviously you like it also. So that's not a healthy type of love. A healthy relationship is built on love and fear. So fear is when you respect the other. It's when you, show, when you have respect to the other. Pele Yoet says, and it's well known, there's fear and there's fear. It means there's two types of fear that he's going to talk about now. There's the lower level of fear of God and there's the higher level of uh, fear of God. I think we've touched on this concept before. <laughs> uh, and I hope we get to both of them today. I already my cheeks already gave away by you. My cheeks. So the first one, Nikret Yirachitsona, is the superficial fear of God. It's the lower level of the fear of Hashem. That I fear punishments. Yeah, I fear discipline. Uh, whether it's in this world, whether it's in the in the next world. Because a rasha, a wicked person, someone who uh, violates the laws of Hashem, has many pains and sufferings in his life. God rebukes a person, Hashem rebukes a person. And particularly in the world to come, we cannot imagine, we cannot conjure up in our brains the amount of pain that a rasha suffers in the world to come. Uh, to, to the point that Chachamim, the rabbis, wanted to just give us an example just to, for us to understand a little bit. That if a person were to live his whole life with the pain and suffering of Iyov, what Eov went through. He was sick and he became ill and he had blisters all over his body and he lost all of his children and he lost all of his uh, wealth and all of his property at once. He lost every, The person would have all of the suffering of Eov his entire life. That's a drop in the ocean of the pain of, of Olam Haba. He's going to slap us today badly. This is, this is, this is, not this is right. the low level. <laughs> bear with us. Bear with us. It's not referring to us. <laughs> yeah, Baruch Hashem. Hashem's people are all tzadikim. Baruch Hashem. Amen. Amen. Even all of the pain of the day of death, that a if there's a person who's afraid, of uh, dying, and of that, he says, even that suffering of dying is nothing. It's a drop in the ocean compared to the pain in Olam Haba that a rasha, that a wicked person uh, receives. And not just that, he says, Hashem, he gives strength to the wicked in the world to come, so that they should be able to tolerate more pain, and so that they should tolerate more suffering. I mean that there's a person that a person gets to the point that you're suffering so much that okay at that I, I can't even bear it or tolerate it anymore. What's <laughs> a little bit more is not going to do anything to me. It's not going to mean anything. The Rasha Hashem, so to speak, gives them even more strength in the world to come, so that they can receive more suffering because they're going to tolerate it and it's going to hurt them even more and it's going to be more painful for them. And they're going to be like those that they um, they pass by, so to speak, in a poetic way, in the, the valley of tears, and they turn it into a mayan, they turn it into a spring, into a river. They turn it with their tears. said that the Rishaim, the wicked, in the Olam Abba, in the world to come, they, they're just 
crying over their actions, regretting their actions, and they create rivers, so it is metaphorically. They create rivers of tears, uh, with their tears of regret of their actions in this world. And therefore, a person, as long as we are all still young, a person is still in his strength, Right? And Baruch Hashem, we're all young, right? Everyone here is young, right? I mean, <laughs> so every person has to care about his neshama, and this is all the lower level of fear that we're talking about. Okay, yeah. we, didn't touch the... yeah, we didn't touch the higher level. We're getting it. But, you know, this is level one. This is like the lower level. This is level one that a person has to get past, is to realize the seriousness of an avon. And as long as we're still strong and young and we can do teshuvah, to understand the ramifications and think about what am I gaining by doing an avon, a momentary pleasure, and and what what else am I seconds. gaining? A few, a few seconds. seconds of pleasure, but for eternal suffering, for a long-term suffering. We have to think to ourselves that Hashem is not lenient on everything. Hashem doesn't let go. Uh, Hashem, you know, even though Hashem forgives, Hashem doesn't necessarily forgive. We can't assume that Hashem necessarily forgives. Sometimes even on the smallest thing a person does, Hashem will not let go. There was a one famous Mekubal, the Rashid Chokhma, that he said they, they told him from Shemaim that they are much more exact with us than we imagine, than anybody can ever imagine. Um, in the world to come. Hashem judges every action of a person. And therefore, a God-fearing person will guard himself and protect himself from any sin as if it was a sword that was in front of him and you were protecting yourself from uh, being hurt by a sword. And if a person, it should say, Chata, I don't know if, uh, I think there's a mistake in the Nikudor here. And if the person has. Yeah, oh, it says, yes. Yeah, so, so there's a typo here. But if a person if, did the sin, then very quickly find your refuge, find your escape. Do run, away. Run, run away. Run away. Before the, the, the days of evil come. Before the, those days come. Before a person gets to those days where regretting is not going to do anything anymore. Uh, once I get to that place. So, as long as we are young and strong, do everything in your power to, uh, to do teshuvah. Even the Zohar itself, the Zohar itself, the most important book of Kabbalah says, this is a lower level fear. This is still a lower level. This is a superficial fear. Because a person who is only keeping the Torah and Mitzvot because I'm afraid that Hashem is going to punish me. I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of getting not, slapped in this world. I'm afraid of getting slapped It's not just that. The Zohar says you're not really fearing God. Yes. You're not really afraid of Hashem. You're just afraid for yourself. <coughs> I, I, I'm just afraid of getting slapped. I'm just, a, <laughs> I'm just afraid of the discipline... It's a selfish fear. I'm just afraid of for myself. I'm not really afraid of Hashem. Wherever the slaps would come from, uh, <laughs> I would still not do it. And I would still be... So really you're not... It's a very deep concept. Very, very deep what the Zohar is saying. Now a person who has only fear of sin, 
because we're going to get, Hashem is going to hurt us, so to speak, or Hashem is going to punish us, right? you're not really fearing Hashem. You don't really fear God. You're just fearing for yourself. Now, Philo Hachi, but nonetheless, Pele, it says, Gamir Azoi Tova. It's still, still, a, it's still, still good. It's, it's still, still for sure better than nothing. Yeah. It's better than somebody who doesn't have any fear yeah, yeah, and just yeah. does whatever he you wants have, and uh, lives with no rules yeah. and li- lives with no boundaries. Yeah, this is still good. Because hopefully, eventually, it will lead a person to have the right kind of fear and the better kind of fear, which we're going to talk about now. And that is, The purest level of fear is what is called Right, Misidat Misharim says this also. And to explain this concept, just to give it as a mashal, the Havdil ben Koresh Lechol, sometimes a person, you know somebody, you know, it, um, who's a figure to you. It could be a boss that you work for, it could be a grandfather or a father or a uh, grandmother, President uh, of United some, States. somebody that a person has. No, 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 a figure. No, no, no. Uh, I'm saying somebody that a person knows in their life that you you have extreme extreme respect for them. You're you're in awe of their greatness, Um, and you have so much respect for them that. You we don't. Have somebody here right now. You, yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> 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 you, you don't want to violate their trust. You don't want to yeah, disappoint yeah, yeah. them. You don't want to disappoint them with with your mistakes. Uh, why? It's not, is it because you're afraid of them? Because they're gonna hurt you? Because they're gonna discipline you? No, they're not gonna do anything to you. But because you have so much respect for them, yes. you know, because you you're, you're, you know, to you like they're a legend. Yeah, they're a legend to you. You have so much respect for them that you don't want to disappoint them. You don't. You don't want to disappoint yes. them with with your actions. Yes. So this is, you know, again, lehavdil, lehavdil at a, at a much higher is, level. Yes, you need to train is, yourself to have an image yes. of them when you're coming to sin. Yes. Yes. Like exactly, Yosef, exactly, like kind of, exactly, exactly like what Yosef had for Yaakov. You know, Yosef, next week's parasha, Yosef yes. comes to sin, uh, and, and our Chachamim say that he was ready to do it. Yes. He was ready to do it in that moment with the wife of Potiphar. And Chachamim say that he saw an image of his father. He saw him, and once he saw the image of his father, he said, I can't do this. Uh, now, was his father there? No. No, his father, was in his, father, his father was on the other side of the world. But he said, if my father were to know, how could I disappoint my father? Uh, this is the higher level of fear. This is the higher level. It's it's awe. It's awe. It's 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 fear of you know greatness. It's fear of greatness, and so to speak, we have to try to have this kind of awe and fear of Hashem. That's the level that we have to try to fear that I don't want to disappoint. You know, Hashem is majestic. Hashem is grand. Hashem is so great in all that He has done. And all that he has done for me, and all that he has done for us, and all he has done for the entire world, for the entire universe, to be able to be here. How could I disappoint Hashem? Uh, how could little me disappoint Hashem? Lehavdil. Wow. Uh, it's an even higher level. God's perfection, we cannot imagine God's perfection. We can, we can only understand a small drop, maybe, of, uh, of the greatness, the majesty of Hashem, and the perfection of Hashem. Not every person achieves this. 
to really internalize this and really understand this concept. Most people, they stay with the, you know, live with the lower level of fear, the lower concepts of fear, and the concept of love of Hashem, and we understand the concept of love of Hashem, but to understand this lofty level of fear, this higher level of fear, uh, not every person gets to it, to understand this. Even the Rambam writes this at the end of Allah Chodshullah. Not every person comes to understand this. 200, 200 years ago, he's saying. All of this, a person has to awaken himself. We have to educate ourselves to it. We have to learn about Hashem. We have to thirst to learn about the greatness of Hashem. Uh, and to learn the books which teaches the wisdom, which teaches to think about God. We, we have to work to acquire it. This does not come naturally, uh, this fear of Hashem. We know this is one of the 613 commandments. To try to achieve this is one of the 613, and it's one of the greatest of the commandments. And it's a mitzvah that applies every second of every day. Every moment that we think about the majesty and the awesomeness of Hashem. and the greatness of Hashem, we're fulfilling a mitzvah from the Torah. Amen. Okay? So we have to pause over here. Hashem, we're going to continue on this concept. It's a very lofty and beautiful concept. We wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom. Everybody. This was heavy duty before Shabbat. We should all appreciate the majesty of Hashem on Shabbat. Amen. Amen. Ooh, ooh, ooh.